Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Rolene Marks, a very good morning to you. How are you? Good morning. Always good to talk to you first thing in the morning. Well, you are first Israel report. We like to get the updates fresh uh, from you. What is the latest? What is happening on the hostage side? Biden eating ice cream and, and uh, giving us some information, but getting a bit, a bit, a bit confusing. Well, we do know that the president does like himself a nice code. <laughs> uh, but, but yes, we have him saying that they're hoping for a Gaza a ceasefire by next Monday. He says it's close. We're not done yet. Now, this is a truce for, for hostages deal. Uh, they want to get this uh, done before Ramadan starts on March the 10th. I mean, Benny Gantz. A member of the War Cabinet, former Chief of Staff and former Defence Minister last week saying that if we don't get our hostages back, we will continue our uh, offensive into Ramadan. So uh, we have that and we have uh, rumours that there have been um, an agreement and the Paris hostage talks to freeing about 400 Palestinian prisoners. This is in exchange for, for our hostages, which we want to come back home now. Now, we don't know the details of that. We don't know if it will be a staggered release, uh, who will be released first, um, the, the exact details. But we do know that it looks like there is progress underway. And that would be very good news. And as you say, we don't know. There was a confirmation yesterday of of a, a soldier that had, in fact, been confirmed killed during the uh, in in Gaza. Uh, that is 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 that was that was he considered one of the hostages? Well, anybody that uh, Hamas has in their in their captivity uh, bodies. Um, hostages, the civilians that have mm. been in captivity with Hamas for several years now, Vera Megistu, Hisham al-Sayed, the remains of fallen soldiers, Hadar Golden and Oron Shaul are all part of our big push to get our hostages released. We don't want anyone, uh, Israeli citizen, foreign national that has been taken from Israeli soil to still be in Hamas captivity. The elections that are taking place in Israel today, do they have any bearing whatsoever on the war on the situation in Gaza, or is it absolutely local, municipal, municipality focused? That's, a, that's an excellent question. It's all local, so it's all focused on your, your local municipalities, your local governments. I mean, in Modi'in, it's pretty predictable how, how the results are, are going to go. Yet, we love you, Mayor Bebas. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, this is what we're up to today. Voting Israelis will get two ballots. We'll get one for mayor and one for the uh, local party to, to be representative on the uh, city council. So, yes, the army polling booths opened early for troops to go and vote, and I do believe they are voting. And uh, so it, 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 it's a rare public holiday that isn't a Jewish festival in Israel today. Are people, will people take advantage of that? Uh, that uh, and are you... 
Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Today, people will be out. Uh, if they vote, they'll vote. They'll go down to the beaches. They'll go down to the forests. Uh, the Israelis will take advantage with, with the, the mild weather. It's still a bit chilly, but it's not raining. Uh, and any opportunities that we have to be out and about, uh, we will do it. I'm not so sure about our uh, citizens in the more northern areas. Yesterday, I was in the north. Uh, a lot of action happening there. We had to scramble home. Uh, a lot of sirens. Hezbollah claiming that they had fired over 60 rockets. Yeah, I saw 60 Ramat rockets. Kolev. I mean, that's, that's an enormous amount. It is an enormous amount. And I think that this is something that the world is not talking about because everybody is so focused on what is happening in Gaza that they're not looking at the situation in the north, which was very, very precarious yesterday. Uh, uh, in fact, I was on uh, Nahalal uh, in the Jezreel Valley, a really, really magnificent part of the country. And uh, the group that I was with was meant to go to an Air Force base, the, the most northern part of uh, the most northern Air Force base. And uh, we got a message to say, sorry, guys, we've scrambled all our pilots, all our jets. And uh, I, I highly suggest that you get out of the area like uh, pronto, uh, which is a big letdown for me. How would you know how I love me some F-16s, F-35s? Uh, but <laughs> I did see uh, I, I did see them uh, returning from mission earlier in the day. And I did hear them taking off, which is an absolute thrill. Uh, the ground shakes for, for a quite a few kilometers surrounding that air force base so that was the closest we got howard just not right no it really really isn't it it really isn't right uh, the in terms of the families of the hostages do we hear from them uh, while these negotiations are taking place or do they only really comment when things become official they are keeping the pressure up all the time, which is, I think, exactly what anybody would do when uh, a member of their beloved family uh, has been taken captivity by the most horrific uh, murderous uh, uh, terror regime. Mm. Yesterday, the the mother um, of uh, Yonatan Samirano, we saw that horrific footage released last week of an UNRWA worker. Yes, you heard it right, an UNRWA worker um, taking his body into Gaza and uh, she was saying uh, because she is in um, Geneva at the UNHRC saying uh, Mr. Secretary General you are my neighbor here let's meet and I'm sure you will tell me how and when we can get my son back so families putting the pressure on all the time and not just families Howard you were here and just last week, you've seen from the tip of the country, north to south, Israelis are keeping the hostages, the situation very, very much in the national uh, uh, conscience, uh, and especially to visitors, anybody coming into the country, we are reminding them, please, please don't forget our hostages. And I'm asking you listeners, I know many of you are on WhatsApp groups, I see some of those WhatsApp groups, please, 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 
Don't stop talking about our hostages. Don't well, stop talking about fact, the situation mm, they found themselves in. In fact, a little bit later, around about 8, just after 8.15, we will be speaking this morning to Aviram Mayer. He's the uncle of Al-Morg Mayer, Jan, who has been held, that's his nephew, who has been taken hostage by Hamas and being held there since October the 7th. So we'll be hearing his story directly from him. And these are the stories that we need to hear. We need to hear about the as as individuals and as people and not just a number 134 it, it, it's almost meaningless even though of course we know it's not in theory but until you hear the story of one family and one person it really doesn't bring doesn't bring it home it's interesting I was I, I had a pre-recorded interview with another radio station yesterday on on the trip and one of the questions I was asked was uh, asking about Israeli uh, attitude towards Gaza and civilians there and what's happening. And I said to him, the reality is Israelis can't think at this stage beyond their own pain, their hostages, their hostages and their pain. And I know we sit here very, very far away and we think that we can look at at it from a distance, Israel side, Gaza side, Israel side, Gaza side. But the reality is that Israel is a country in in mourning and they might be united in most ways and resilient and clear on what needs to happen. But they are a country in immense, immense pain. And it's very difficult when you're in such pain to even think about somebody else that might be experiencing something. And I think that context is important as we sit here far away making judgment on, on, on the country. Absolutely. We are a country very, very deep in our trauma. We haven't even moved into the PTSD stage yet. We are very, very uh, wounded and, and, and we are in agony. And I want every single person out there listening to also speak for our women, because I don't hear enough of that around the world. And it's something that absolutely horrifies us in Israel. Speak for our women. You guys, everybody knows what happened to our women, our girls, and yes, our men in captivity, uh, the sexual violence committed against them. Put the pressure on every single feminist organization in your country, every women's organization, every major activist who talks about uh, reproductive rights and the rights of women and the rights of children. And, and also don't forget that our men are enduring this as well. Please, we need you to be their voices. You are our voices out to the world. Roline Marks, thank you. As always, it is 6.46. I'm Howard Feldman. This is your Morning Mayhem. It's 101.9 High FM. Good morning.